When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can fucking go. All right, you're listening to Hidden in Plain Sight. I'm Perry, and to the right of me is uh, I've decided to start doing this. Star of you are here, yeah. the real brains behind the operation. You know how I know there's a god is because on my first live show, the uh, Australian chief health minister mentioned the new world order, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, Jesus wants me to be here. Well, I just decided if David constantly gets to mention being a New York Times bestselling author and star of Ancient Aliens, I'm going to begin every episode from here on out introducing you as star of You Are Here on Blaze TV, Brandon Steele. Blaze TV's number one producer, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're going to be putting up David numbers soon enough. To be honest, actually, in terms of live stream viewers, we're already there. So suck it, David. Yeah. Fucking blow me, David. I had 7K two shows in. Suck our collective dicks. And for those watching, uh, you're looking at about uh, 1% of our set. I kind of like the footrest, though. I'm not going to lie. Again, uh, none of our shit showed up. So uh, we we have uh, the two chairs we ordered from Amazon. Yeah. So we, we got those set up. Can Jeff Bezos start a moving company? And then we can, got... Can I get like prime delivery on my shit that's, that would actually show up? The desk we ordered from Amazon also showed up. That has been constructed. The fucking the new boom arms showed up. We have everything except our shit. Yeah. And... Uh, if I seem a little tired, it's because my air mattress is officially broken, and I have been sleeping on the floor. I have been so, guzzling nothing but uppers for the last week and a half. It, uh, yeah, I am. I'm growing increasingly frustrated with uh, this moving company, but we'll we'll get to that in a separate. I did a separate episode when I was leaving the other day. I was like, look, if if you find out I've been, you know, indicted for manslaughter. I probably killed them, and I'm gonna need you to lie for me. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta cover up because these dudes are asking for it. But yeah, we'll they'll get their due. And speaking of someone getting their due, we have uh, Prince Andrew was apparently served his papers. Yeah, which a is, while ago, which was interesting because they had just read an article. Now, of course, this probably came from the fucking royal family. So about wh- how he was hiding out so he didn't get the papers. So what I have from uh, the BBC is, according to Virginia Gouffre's lawyers, he was successfully served papers on August 27th, but it wasn't really him getting served papers. The, the papers were left with the police officer at Windsor's Royal Lodge. So like you said, he was kind of just trying to seemingly hide out Yeah, he was trying to dodge it. I mean, he knows what's coming. But the thing is now a U.S. judge has to determine whether or not he's 
actually been served with papers because the papers weren't given to him. Yeah, which they were given to another guy who was at a place he was theoretically located. You think which Prince, isn't the strongest evidence? You think Andrew just got one of the servants is like, "Look, folks, I need you to take the fall for me on this one. I can't take those papers, or they'll throw me in jail." But this was the interesting money. Part. Quote from the BBC article: According to court documents, an answer is due from uh, Prince Andrew to the affidavit. By 17 September, you fucking Brits in your backwards ass dates. And if you fail to respond, judgment by default will be entered against you for relief demanded in the complaint. Uh, so the agent had been told, uh, the, the guy who, who they say accepted the papers, uh-huh. he said uh, he had been told by the security team to not accept any papers, which I don't know how Whoops. you do. Like, do you just, like, run away and put your fucking arms behind your back? You just you put your fingers in your ears. I yeah, can't la, la, No, this is one of those ancient Illuminati rituals Could, where I just, I, I make noises and put my, my fingers in my ears. Could you imagine having to be the dude who's got to go serve Prince Andrew his papers? Uh, apparently, he didn't even get to serve it. To the security team. He basically got to serve it to the security team's security team. He just left it in front of the gate. <laughs> that, pro- that probably would have been more effective. Like, but yeah, excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Are you Prince Andrew? Yeah. Why do you ask? Uh, no reason. I've just got some mail to deliver to him. I've had to serve papers before. First of all, very stressful. It's a weird thing to have happen because you're initially you're like, oh shit, what did I do? What? No, no, not me. I, oh. I've had to do the serving. Oh, you've served. You got, I have they served. Got, they got served. Yes, they got served. You got served. <laughs> what the a most stupid, boring movie of all time. If, if it was fucking, about that, yeah, what a stupid fucking movie. You got, yeah, you got served too. It's just about legal papers being yeah, delivered. Yeah, it's just a guy handing Ooh, over court documents. Actually, hold on. What am I talking about? That's Pineapple Express. Yeah. That's still that's the plot to Pineapple Express. He that, serves people. Wow, we solved a, a, we a just, mystery in de- right. a decades old mystery. So I'm going to say that we actually invent a time machine a few months from now, and I yeah. go back and write Pineapple Express. Shout out John Tidor. You hear that? You stupid fuck, James Franco. I wrote that movie. Fuck but, you, Seth Rogen. But it is a it's a stressful. In my case, it was uh, eviction shit. So it was like letting a dude know, I. Fucking get out of the house, you piece of shit. It was, I best have my money. Yeah, bitch. Or you're going to be living on the street, which uh, I I don't, it's not a request uh, most people respond positively to. No, people don't usually take uh, kindly to being told that they haven't paid and thus need to get the fuck out. Yeah, so I've I've had to do that. Luckily, I, I never got my ass beat. I I've did it, I, I did it. Twice. How many landlords do you think are going to get murdered after the moratorium eviction, or the eviction moratorium just ended? Ooh, it. There's going to be a lot of violence. Yo, people. Yeah, California's going to be lit, bro. Get wild. I yeah. will say, I had some people get wild, but I was just like, uh, didn't those motherfuckers cut a hole in the floor for like a stash spot though? Oh, it was more than that. These, uh, the people, they they put a door in the garage. 
They they <laughs> in, in not an interior door, an exterior door. Oh fuck, that's funny. They cut a hole in the fucking exterior and installed a wall so they could put a grow room. And they they didn't know <laughs> what they, an LA thing. Well, they didn't know I like knew about weed. So <laughs> ob- obviously, I knew what they were doing. The room was completely painted and like shit. You walked in like, guys, this is set up improperly. You got to put your lights here. You need air. Yeah, fucking God, that was that was such a fucking pain in the ass. But yeah, that there's gonna be a lot of uh, throwing down because there's gonna be a lot of people getting kicked out of their fucking houses and shit. Although I, they're gonna have to do something. Otherwise, it's, I mean, what it's they gonna. So what they're supposed to have done is they're supposed to be giving the landlords rent relief. Because right. the reason that it, this has to end is because the landlords are just... Most landlords own, like, four to six units. They yeah. don't all just own, like, multiple huge yeah, properties. Not, not everyone is is a Jeff Bezos or a yeah. Bill Gates-style landowner where they own yeah. 10% of a state or something. It's, yeah, so, like, it's fine, like, for, for what we had to do for a while. But, like, now the landlords are going broke. And they were supposed to have money to give them so they wouldn't go broke. But, like, of course, like, the, the state of California gave out, like, 15% of the money it had. Yeah. So the the landlord's like, you have to end this shit now. So they just fucking ended it. Probably because California's trying to pocket money, so it makes it look like Newsom hasn't fucked away all the money. That's, uh, it does seem like whenever Newsom gets in trouble, uh, we suddenly w- yeah. ended up with an extra bit of money in our bank account. Yeah, the recall started getting dicey, and next thing you know, there was another stimulus check coming out. Yeah, well, it turns out we had a surplus this yeah. whole time. Not just a surplus, like a $50 billion <laughs> surplus. I'm so glad we're out of that state. Speaking of which, I, I, I gotta, uh, we're recording this on 9-11. It uh, is 9-11. Um, I was at uh, CVS this morning buying uh, Ben and Jerry ice cream uh, to, to remember the uh, to, to honor the fallen. I guess I thought you were buying plane tickets. But uh, the the uh, I'm in the CVS parking lot, and and I look up and there's just a man with like a huge ZZ, t- uh, ZZ top beard, <laughs> completely shirtless. <laughs> And he's running, <laughs> holding an American flag. He, I think I posted it to our Instagram too. If not, it's if it, it's on mine. But yeah, it's just a a shirtless dude that's fucking running, awesome. hold not not a small flag, like a full sized fucking bro. This is nine eleven. This man. is America flag. Never, never forget, brother. Never forget. Never, he never my forgets. country. I will never. I'm gonna go bomb a mosque today just so they remember. Yeah, I also do all the the one uh like uh, what what do you call it when you do something every year uh tradition tradition the one tradition I have is every single year on nine eleven I've done this for for damn near seven or eight years at this point is I have to remind people that Paris Hilton's sex tape which came out in two thousand six the title card starts out with. This is dedicated to the victims of 9-11. It, uh, hold on. No. I'll, now that I can, like, stand up and show the camera and shit, hold on. I'll pull it up. Just That's it's, so fucking funny. Well, it was funny to me because the first time I saw it, I was like, I, I could have sworn this came out later. And, like, why would she put this? And uh, it turns out I was right. Yeah, it, uh, it. Like, if you put it out in 2002, I get it, but um, hold it's, on. It's so much funnier, though, when in 2006, 
That's so fucking, that's hilarious. I hope she put that in there. I hope she was like, can we make this uh, dedicated to the victims of 9-11? Well, I think that's... that's she just really cares about America. You know, she's very pro-America. I can't remember exactly what it was we were talking about the other day. I, oh, it was uh, Apple saying they were going in everyone's phones to look for child porn. Yep. But it's one of those things where you insert it in there and people can't disagree with it. Yeah. So you kind of get like a You're blanket yeah. cover. Mm-hmm. To be like, it's well, part part of the proceeds are helping 9-11 victims. Are it, you against that? It's the child. Are you against helping 9-11 victims? It's like the Child Porn Patriot Act. That's exactly. <laughs> that is what it is. It's Yeah. It's kind of a, it's an oddly brilliant move because you can't, you, you can't, can't be knock, against yeah. it without being it. a dick. You also don't have to prove you gave a dime to anybody from 9-11. Shit, no. Our own government didn't even pay the victims of 9-11 until like, Three years ago, if you look up the majority of uh, uh, charities on like the Charity Watch website or whatever, mm-hmm. they all have terrible grades. The yeah. Susan G. Komen I, yeah, Foundation to bring up, yeah, gave it, it. It turns out they were just like giving two percent of the money away, yeah, and and the other ninety something was going to to fund yeah, to pay their salary. Yeah, the 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 president of the Susan G. Komen Foundation was making like. Thirty million dollars yeah. a year. Oh, we're a nonprofit. That's not because we don't make enough money. It's because I make thirty-five million dollars every month. She's legitimately the one person in the world I wish cancer upon. I think she's actually I, she's one of the few people I think who actually got fucked for that. I she think, should. Yeah, I think they. I think they got her good because yeah, she earned it. They were fucking cunts. They yeah. they were suing smaller charities who tried to use the pink ribbon. Like you can't right. use a pink ribbon. That's ours. The idea of of raising money to help cancer patients and then you try to to use an intellectual property lawsuit to prevent money from being raised for cancer patients yeah that's an all-time pretty big dick move that's an all-timer right there uh excuse me no we have a trademark for (laughs) people dying of cancer (laughs) yeah no you're gonna have to come through us we're the only ones who can actually donate money to those dying but we're not gonna really donate it no it's gotta be funneled through our cayman island yeah we just want to make sure nobody else can steal the money because that's our bit fucking pieces of shit yeah you want to do something for charity go give a homeless dude 20 bucks at least he'll go buy heroin with it yeah I was tempted to do that the other day, like when I buy I, heroin or give a homeless dude twenty bucks. Uh, I gave the homeless dude money, and I was tempted to ask, like, so where's the plug? Although you did just see those three comedians fucking went down in L.A. No. Yeah, died in at a Venice party with a coke cut with fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah. Stay away. It's just like I don't know if the drug dealers at this point are just that stupid. No, so you know what the issue is? Because first of all, if for anybody who's never done heavy doses of opiates, or fentanyl in particular, it doesn't seem like it would mix well with cocaine. No. So the idea that that they're using it to stretch cocaine seems faulty at best. No, so here's how it happens. Let me me give you a peek. Break it down. Behind the curtain. Break it down. Because fentanyl is dosed in micrograms. Micro, for those who don't know, is... That's what you dose acid. One times ten to the negative ninth. Yeah, you, you dose so acid like that. That's zero point and then eight zeros one. Yeah. yeah. So it yeah. doesn't doesn't take a whole lot yeah. 
to set someone down. So what happens is people will use the same, allegedly, uh, people will use, like, a, they'll use a bullet blender to cut their coke. coke. Mm. So they'll put all the, the mannitol and all that shit in with the bullet blender, and then they'll they'll run that and then, you know, re-rock it and shit. Yeah. And then in between, they, they get a little antsy, or maybe they... Uh, uh, or maybe they don't even attempt to clean it at all, but uh, I it think... It seems like they're not cleaning shit. Yeah, so my... Had I uh, to hazard a guess, because how, how could I possibly know this? I think what's happening is there's uh, some leftover fentanyl from when they were cutting their heroin. They They just didn't clean it before they decided to cut the coke, so they're using the same blender. Listen, they sell drugs. What they they got, well, they don't have two blender money. Well, that's just if you want to know how strong that shit is. Uh, residuals. Yeah, residuals is what's killing a people. A small oopsie can kill a batch of people. Yeah. So yeah, that t- they just took out three more people. I don't know. We got Jesus gotta, Christ. We got to teach our. We got the public schools need to have better curriculum on dealing drugs. Look, if we're gonna if we're gonna have a drug uh, to prison pipeline. Out of high school, so we might as well teach them how to cut this shit properly. I also got to encourage, if you're going to be doing coke, buy a fucking fentanyl test. Yeah. it's it, They're literally 15 bucks. Yeah. It's worth it. It takes, it, it, it uses like a fraction of a gram, and you can find out whether or not your gonna, shit yeah, you're gonna die. is going to kill you. And yeah. once again, as I discussed with uh, my, my plan B option two thing, there's certain things for for fifteen, sixteen bucks, uh, not having to bring a child into this world and not dying of an overdose seem like something I can break off a twenty for. You know, sometimes you gotta invest in yourself. Although, what if I could do both at the same time? What fentanyl plant and option two? No, and I would guarantee the crossover between the the people who would need the fentanyl test and the people who are buying option two. That's if, true. If it, if it was an all-in-one kit. It's a dual pack. Yeah, a degenerate starter pack. Instead of like uh, like Brother Panic's uh, potions and, and like herb <laughs> yeah, mixes yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. we'll send you like a how to not die doing dope and how to not get someone knocked up. And if you do... Here's your uh, your preventatives, and here's your aftermeasures. You joke, but that actually might legitimately be a good business plan at this point is to sell cheap, like, tests to make sure. I know uh, places like Dance Safe will do it, but, like... Let's give branded fentanyl tests. That would be dope. <laughs> that would... No pun intended. <laughs> Yo, if we, if we just had the hidden in plain sight fentanyl test. We're here to make heroin safe again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like this idea. We're, no, no, no. We're, we're, we're sticking with this. Everyone always wants original merch. Everyone always, uh, you got podcasts doing cruises yeah. and shit. No. Yeah. We know who our audience is. Plus, it's like, Fentanyl look, tests. Look, yeah, I called that dude a faggot, but I'm saving lives. Yeah. You can't mm. knock it. Like, yeah, look. I might have some people kill themselves because of what we say, but we'll save many more. We have some disagreeable opinions, but yes, we also help those. Unlike unlike the Susan G. Komen Foundation, we care. We (laughs) care. Now we will keep all the money, like the Susan Komen G. (laughs) Foundation, but but we will give you a product for it. 
Yeah, you will be getting a $2 fentanyl test for $47. Yeah, I mean, look, we didn't say we were going to be charitable. We just said we'd, you know, save you. The markup. Uh, listen, folks, there's yeah. an issue with the distribution. Was oh, hold it on. Like the oh, distribution hold. line? Uh, there's supply chain issues, Supply folks. chain yeah, issues. Supply yeah, chain yes. Alex Jones' fucking supply chain you know issues. What? I, so one of our fever dreams came into reality. You know what's now a product? Huh. Brain Force Ultra, folks. It's a liquid now, twice as strong. You can take <laughs> it straight out of the bottle. I literally fell over laughing. Oh, fuck. He said that, and I fell over laughing. I was like, holy shit, he actually... I'm going to buy it. He, but he actually did what we joked about for so long. I feel so nude here without our bottle of Brain Force on the table. I know. I we'll do. have to re-up. I need more t-shirts. No, no, no. I, I made sure to pack the bottle. The bottle is in one of my bags. Oh, word. I, I, you think I was leaving without our mortar and pestle? That's and, true. Uh, and my brain force? Can't be unprepared. No, but uh, it, it, uh, it doesn't feel the same without it. I need Alex's energy to be able to channel uh, the, the righteous rage. That's true. How else are we supposed to spew this nonsense without him? But yeah, I'm, I'm, to be honest, the liquid I might actually enjoy more because those pills kind of gave me a stomach ache. That was the issue with the pills. Occasionally, I, I would get a little dizzy in my stomach. Like I, because I do kind of like, I like the mixtures. Just I'd like to not have a stomach ache. But yeah, I nearly pissed myself when I fucking saw Brain Force Ultra. Now, do you think that's just uh, that someone fucked up and they were supposed to get pills, but it wasn't going to be able to happen fast enough, so he had to like pivot. He's like, "We'll just sell the liquid. Fuck putting it in pills." I think a lot of his products that come in liquid form are a little more popular because they're just easier to take the droppers are nice the and they're pro- faster do you know how bad that that shit's gonna taste though with what's in brain force it's not gonna taste worse than ambient that's true there's nothing on this planet that can taste worse than ambient well of course you and i are the only two psychopaths on earth it's not really meant to be yeah. a sublingual drug we're the only people who can give you a taste review of the drugs yeah no you're, <laughs> you're not supposed to sublingual ambient it just no. works better if you do i, I think no. they make a version that does i no. i think they tell you to do that no they not not oh, what you have my guy did no, no they make a version that's sublingual or maybe i just told him i was doing that i can't remember that's, I think what you're probably confusing is I probably at one point told you it'll work faster and hit harder if you do it. And you're like, yeah, my doctor told me to 100% chew it. Well, I snorted it a few times and that burned like all fucking hell. Didn't really work well either. So then I was like, yeah, sublingual. But the only thing, yeah, no, that, that drug really tastes just god awful. Let's see. Just awful. Now, I'm really hoping back to Prince Andrew for a second. I really... Okay. I really hope they drag this motherfucker out of the castle. Look, we fucked up. That after- would be the greatest. Fo- oh, my God. The purple. That lock? would be up there with the OJ chase. Oh, yeah. The, oh, my the God. Prince Andrew. He gets, in his bron- he gets in his Bronco and drives away. <laughs> Folks, we have Prince Andrew driving down the freeway now. He's, he's in the same limo yeah. Diana died in. <laughs> he's he's gotten his driver. They're yeah. fleeing the scene. Now, they are going the speed limit, so they're not going to get a ticket. He just gets stuck in a roundabout for yeah. three and a half hours. They're just he's just he's, he's got funny sounding uh, police sirens. They have he's just got fucking Prince Charles in there with him, like OJ had his best friend. Yeah, and they're just at a fucking roundabout, just going in circles because they can't decide how to escape. He can't point a gun at him though, so he has to point like a butter knife. Yeah, he's just doing finger his registered butter knife. He's doing <laughs> finger pistols at him. Pew, 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 pew. 
mummy, mummy, they're trying to arrest me. But uh, yeah, I think I think once she's dead, they're gonna go for him. Oh, that does seem to be. He, I mean, I mean, he's literally just hiding out at this we, point. We got six days, and he has to respond within six days. Yeah, and so I've by read, the time we record this next week, we'll have the answer on next time where on where he's going to be going. But I have read multiple articles that he does not have immunity. Yeah, he does not uh, get he does not get diplomatic immunity. We we briefly discussed that. Because we had talked about how how uh, he technically like isn't really a royal, but I mean, my prediction. No, he is, but I think it's just that because he doesn't have enough. Like, I don't just don't think he has a high enough title to be immune from it. But yeah. my my prediction still feels like they're they're gonna go. They're probably taking this week, and they're gonna go. Look, you're either gonna give us Jis Lane, or yeah. she's gonna give us you. I think uh, the They're real... Pit, I'd pit them against each other. I think the real deciding factor is if the queen goes down. If the queen survives this whole thing, Andrew's getting off. Well, if she's the queen, not... If the queen goes down, Prince Andrew's uh, going down. She's definitely not surviving forever. I mean, I she's got to die eventually, right? We've been saying that for That's years true. at this she's point. A, if she lives another two years, she is a fucking reptile. So I, I have to bring this up. It was an article I had uh, stumbled across, and it, it reminded me, do you remember, probably, fuck, almost a year ago at this point, there was a trans woman who was uh, at a spa in in L.A.? Yeah, the Wee Spa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, that's yeah, exactly the story. So um, she, she, I guess, was kind of showing her dick off at the spa, Oh yeah, and the footage is hilarious. There's like that's a man, okay? He's got a penis. So it was declared transphobic at the time, but now we've circled back around and it seems like this individual may have actually been uh erect during the incident. Yeah, no, I think I think that's why they freaked out. And this statement uh this statement has been made by four adult women and one minor girl and Ugh. to top it all off this dude, repeat offender. So yeah. again, remember everyone, we, we we were declared transphobic at the time yeah. for, for not wanting a, a dude with a hard dick in a lady's locker room. Yeah. And then uh turns out turns out repeat offender with a hard dick. You know, everybody has their thing that they like to do. He likes to go get hard in front of little girls. Yeah. It did you know what I found funny is the, the article noted semi hard. Like, he couldn't he was, fully commit. It was half chub, okay? He wasn't, you know, he hadn't eaten a blue chew. But was that, like, to demean him, or was that... They probably thought that made it sound better. All right, now, hold on. Are we supposed to refer to this individual as she? I think once you have a hard dick and you're a predator, I can call you whatever the fuck you want. These are kind of... So I'm forming my, my own rules about this shit as we go along, and, and uh, my general rule has been if you sexually assault someone, you you lose... You get the predator tag. You lose privilege your pronoun- yeah, me you're, calling you're, you your preferred pronoun. Your pronouns are now uh, predator and rapist. Whatever comes out of my mouth is going to be what your pronoun is. Yeah, yeah, not whatever comes out of your genitals. <laughs> yes. What a freaking... Your semi-erect genitals. What a weird fucking dude. Well, I I feel good that those black ladies freaked out now. They're, 
always trust the righteous anger of a black woman. Can you imagine experiencing that and then everyone telling you you're transphobic? With your child there? Like yeah. you had like a mommy-daughter spa day? Like, and yeah. Oh, stop yeah. overreacting to the, yeah. the dude's semi-erect dick pointed at your daughter. I watched the video. There's a white dude while this lady's just berate. <laughs> there, this lady's berating the, the fucking whoever's working the front desk. And this I, white dude comes up. you should. Yeah, this white dude comes up. She's like, uh, excuse me. She is a woman. I would have slapped the shit out the of that The black bitch. lady just turns on and goes, no, he has a penis. And then <laughs> just continues berating them. And that white dude shuts the fuck up instantly. Yeah. I love seeing fucking loser white dudes who get ripped apart by black women because they fall apart so quick. Well, They're the biggest pussies. It's easier to make these these sort of gender arguments and, and not to tread over water that's been tread over a million times by other podcasts. Tread on me, but, they're treading all over us. But they they make all these arguments as to whether or not they're, they're men or women or what's going on. When... Uh, when the individual is nude with an erect dick, yeah. it becomes very hard to refer to them as a she. Yeah, in a room the full of argument, women. The argument shifts quite a bit. Yeah, she should probably be into dudes. Yes, she should probably not have a hard dick yeah. in a locker room. Yeah. I That's lo- not a, you know, you know, if you go to the dictionary, <laughs> dictionary. And, you, yeah, <laughs> and you look up, the word she, and then you look up the word penis. They they probably you probably can't combine the two. Yeah, I think at that point that's when people need to get belittled. And once again, this is why I kind of feel like those people are on the losing side because they've just fucking all lost their minds. And they hear something like that, and they're like, "Oh my god, we need to go stand up for her rights." And it's like, "Well, don't you look fucking stupid now?" Well, she was only semi standing up apparently. Uh, so she was on one knee. Yeah. <laughs> I I want my soundboard back so fucking bad. <laughs> I even got text. Someone was like, "Bring back the soundboard." I was like, "I want everything. I want yeah. my mattress. I want yeah. fucking everything it's back." It's not our decision. Yeah, I don't get to make this call. It's yeah. stuck on a truck somewhere. Yeah, those stuck. I hope it. I hope it's just stuck. Well, apparent. Never mind. I'm saving it for our our moving extravaganza episode. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah. When uh, I. Drink a fucking bottle of liquid clonopin. Now being sold at Infowars.com. Infowars.com, folks. I'm freaking the fuck out. So this is what I take when I'm losing my mind. Did you see the clip of him slamming ivermectin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, that was good. I, that dude fucking rules. He's the best. Yeah, it was. It's, it's just, there's just not, like, there's, you can count, the t- in terms of people who are more entertaining than him on a daily basis, there's almost none. No. It's just like there's like a few comedians and then it's Alex Jones. The thing is, he has the perfect blend of crazy but work ethic. Well, so he's, he's fu- somehow he's... able to reel in. Yeah. Like someone that crazy typically ends up in well, a mental institution. He did have Sandy Hook. Yeah, well, that was a bit of a mistake. But, <laughs> yeah, we all make mistakes we from time all, to time. Look, he apologized, yeah. okay? He said those kids are definitely dead. But typically, someone with that level of rage and insanity is not capable of holding a steady job, let alone funding an empire while being based around it. Yeah, while being blitzed. Yeah, apparently, everyone who has ever worked for him yeah. just says... 
he is shit faced yeah. all the time, which it's, makes me love him so fucking much. It's not a bit. I mean, he slammed that fucking ivermectin with what was it like a? It was some sort of beer, I think. Oh, I didn't. I noticed I that. Think it That's was either, hilarious. It was either a beer or it might have been a, a like carbonated water, but I'm pretty sure it was a beer. But yeah, <laughs> it's just it, you think you're gonna kill me? Not a chance. The the. Whole- just slammed it on the fucking table. And then Jimmy Kimmel's on funny fucking ass tried to... God, I hate him so much. Oh, I played that video just so I could make fun of him on the show because he's just an insufferable cunt at this point. He's like... I never thought Jimmy Fallon was funny. Stephen no. Colbert hasn't been funny for a decade. No, he hasn't. Jimmy Kimmel used to be legitimately funny. I don't know if they're like threatening to kill his children or some shit. He, I think... He has to know what he's reading isn't funny. It's uh, it's the constant problem of when people become too detached from reality. That's you know what, I'm semi glad we're experiencing what we're experiencing right now because this is taking me back to my Stockton days when I was when I I was a broke and hungry young lad, a man yeah. who 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 needed to get out and eat. I needed to get out there and fight for uh, my 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 food and such. So. I think the problem is when you get to Kimmel's level, you lose the ability to tie yourself back to what it felt like to be that person. So to him, all he's he's just surrounded by his super gay ass Hollywood friends and their super gay ass takes. And then he had his stupid kid with a heart problem or something. Yeah. And then he started crying. You know what's always fucking hilarious? Crying on a late night show. Yeah. We all were, uh, you remember the classic episodes of Carson where he'd come out and cry about dying children? You <laughs> fucking bitch. Act like a man and shut the fuck up and keep that shit private. I don't even no care. No one wants to hear about your dumb fucking dying kid on a comedy show. I don't even care if he does that. I just want him to be funny while he does it. You know, it's funny as I was actually hanging out with the son. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, like four weeks ago, I was I was at a party with we, this kid. We, yeah, we had to go to high school with him. Yeah, yeah, I did. You hear that? Him. Your fucking dad's unfunny. Yeah, tell him to get better writers. But no, it's it's. I partially blame Mark Marin and Louis C.K. to some extent for this, is they were able to take the 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 sort of pain and suffering, and talk about it in a casual way and work it into their acts. And as a result of uh, them talking about their depression or drug addiction, whatever, as a result of that, a bunch of other comedians tried to start doing that, but it turns out they're not good at it. So instead of Jimmy Kimmel, it's possible to talk about your kid being in that fucked up situation and make it funny. But when you just go on stage and cry, I mean that's funny, that's, but not the way he wanted it to be. It's a yeah, it's not the bit you <laughs> intended. That's that's not quite like I don't think the writers' room was like, okay, we need you to get up there, and then we need your voice to break, and then we need you to cry yeah. and throw to commercial. Actually, the fans are gonna love, <laughs> love it. He's this probably, is gonna be a great TikTok. He's probably so bad at this point that they probably do have like the cue cards up, and it's just like now cry. Yeah, like oh shit, this is my cue. Yeah. Oh no, no I'm so sad. Hey, fuck you. Now yeah. it is easier. To that be- was his version of Nanette. Yeah. Oh, he ugh. beat her to it. Ugh, he I, beat her to it. I think she could beat his ass. Oh, uh, definitely. 
But, yeah, I mean, he can never go back to doing the man show, I guess. Not with the audience he's got now. I don't think he can go back to being funny. No. It's over. The paycheck is too good. He's getting paid to be unfunny. He basically hosts some weird version of, like, America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, without the videos. It's just awful. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it was pathetic. It and was pathetic. I think the problem is is the 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 execs at TV, which is why places like Blaze TV and you are here yeah. are so important, where they are run by the Jews, precisely. And the the thing is, the the executives at all these big networks, they don't know how to shift from the formula that's been working since Johnny Carson or. Jack fucking Parr. Yeah. I think they, they just, don't know how to pivot from doing that type of show to doing something that can still be funny. Instead, like, in this day and age, no one wants to watch Chris Pratt no. go and do a two-and-a-half-minute yeah. interview where 90% of it is him plugging his new project. Yeah, tell me about Jurassic Park 9. I hear yeah. the, I hear the Raptors get very anti-Semitic in this one. Yes, and now we're going to throw to a commercial about yeah. Jurassic Park 9. Yeah, I also think part of the problem was that they got so high off the Trump era where the jokes literally just wrote themselves, and even then he still wasn't... It wasn't even jokes. They it, would yeah. just be like, Trump's stupid. Yeah, then he still wasn't even funny then, but that that's all they have left watching the show, I guess. Their ratings are abysmal. No one fucking watches them. But now no. they just like now they have they don't know how to write jokes about anything topical. And the problem with appealing to that crowd is that crowd. I've I've become so convinced of this because the people at Blaze TV, we talk about like we're making jokes, talking about comedy and shit. Like they're fun. Yeah, those people are fucking fun. No, they're, they're not. Not only they, they made unfunny, it a bummer. Yeah, they're they're unfunny. They're not fun. They can't take a joke. They they're just real downers. They're Debbie Downers, is what they are. I can pinpoint it, and it's because of Twitter. I let me let me uh, walk you through my take my, us back. Take us back. The year was it's probably around 2013 or so. I don't remember why I stopped tweeting. It's the pre-Donald Trump era. Oh, well before, but I I had found Twitter when I was in college. I was like, this is fucking great. It's just I I, I can follow these comedians. They tweet funny shit. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, I can read it. I'm laughing. No one got banned. All the jokes are just super short and to yeah. the point. This is this is fucking hilarious. And then slowly they started working in their opinions. And I was like, okay, this is still kind of funny. And I'm getting to know the guy a little. And then at a certain point, it just became their political opinions. And it's like, I don't want to hear your fucking political I yeah. literally it's Camille Nanjiani. He I he is the reason I can't stand Twitter anymore or is I remember reading tweets from him mm-hmm. that were about politics that had zero jokes. I was like, what the fuck is this why would I care yeah, about Camille Nanjiani's views? Yeah. His, like, what what is on abortion? What what the fuck Right? Does he have to to use a platform to yeah. elevate a specific viewpoint? Yeah, make with the funny. You're you're a comedian. Make yeah, yeah make really, with the fucking funny. They should just ban politics off that shit. It just get rid of it. It doesn't help. 
No. Nothing good comes of that on Twitter. No, and all no. the jokes are so goddamn unfunny and unoriginal. Shit, people don't even try to joke on Twitter that much anymore. And that like that's a minority community at this point. But that's why I left. That's I, I remember reading several Camille Nanjiani tweets in a row, and it was just like his legitimate opinion about uh the you know, I, I think it was the Boston bombing. Because he tried to pull... He really was pro the bombing. He actually thought they did a pretty good job. No, so you know what he did? He's, he's from Pakistan, I believe. One of those fucking countries. He, he, he brought up, his tweet was uh, something along the lines of like, wow, what a, you know, the, this bombing is obviously terrible. And then he tried to work in that there had also been a school bus bombing in Pakistan that day. There's it's always like, bombs in Pakistan. Yeah, it's been in fucking war for like a thousand years. Well, that's what everyone brought up. It was like, hey, maybe maybe uh, shut the fuck up with pushing your agenda right now. Yeah, bro, they blew up eight buses last week and he didn't say a fucking thing. And that's that's when I realized that he's uh, he's not funny. Kind of surprised they have buses in Pakistan, to be honest. It, it was probably just like, I bet they just have a bunch of guys on bicycles. <laughs> It's just they're cardboard. Just pulling, yeah, they're just pulling it like in fucking Vietnam. Yeah, it's like sixteen dudes on bicycles, <laughs> <laughs> and you just sit on top of their shoulders. We have a fifteen-person horsepower vehicle here to get to wherever the fuck you want to go. Wow, I'm sorry. I didn't expect to get that angry about Camille Nanjiani. You know why it makes me mad is because I was legitimately a fan of his podcast at the time, where he was pretty funny. Plus, he had Silicon Valley. And he did, yeah, where he was funny, and he he's uh, friends with Pete Holmes, who I think is funny, mm-hmm. and him and Pete had done shit that was funny. I was like, well, why why don't you just keep doing the be funny thing, and and leave leave the politics thing? You like you know there are people who study politics. I guess there's there's people who spend their lives devoted to politics and not doing fucking five minute sets. At meltdown comics. I guess I guess like this is a problem when you stop writing anything and you're just reading jokes. You no longer like he no, he lost the ability to write anything funny. And then he's like, Well, I have to I have to seem relevant. So who died today? Well, let's not let the uh the, the public off without them getting their proper shaming too. Because people the the, the reason it continued to happen is people would retweet this shit. They would interact with it. I'm so I just care about the community so much in Pakistan. I can't remember. I I I don't know who coined the phrase, but it's p- called a uh, clapter, where it's like <laughs> a comedian is on stage and they say something that's not funny at all, but they clap. It, it's like uh, when they go, you know, uh, let's let, you know, single mothers have a hard job, and then yeah. the audience applauds. Let's give it up for all those pregnant women who still use a hanger. Yeah, so it's. <laughs> It's one of those types of things, except now they could do it constantly, digitally, from yeah. wherever. It's just, yeah, it's gotten gross now, the pandering. That's, that really is the issue with Twitter at the moment, is people are just doing it to be like, please like me. Please, please like me, because no one in my actual life gives a fuck about me. They just, they, they're looking to have what the proper opinion of the day is. Yeah, which is weird. I couldn't imagine going on Twitter being like, who do I need to agree with today? Which is pretty much when when Jamie Kilstein went on his apology tour 
for being a huge, huge uh, social justice dude on Twitter for like five years. And then he got me too. And he was like, oh, whoopsie daisy. Oops. He sh- he should not have been be- allowed back in the comedy. Yeah, community. he th- should. That that's a bannable offense. They should have made a precedent right there. But I believe in his Rogan interview, he would he specifically mentioned he, he was like, my day was I would wake up, I'd start looking at what was trending, I would find out who I was supposed to be mad at that day, and then I would start writing like. The not even once again, not even jokes, just like the punch of like, ooh, got him. Genocide is bad. Send. Yeah. yeah. 8,000 retweets. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike it, the genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike that genocide, I'm killing it on Twitter. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's it's a real problem. The, that's why I appreciate Tim Dillon so much because he's bringing back the. Old school Patrice O'Neill, just I don't give a fuck if I offend you. Yes. If it's funny, everybody's going to be fine with it. Yes. I literally don't, like, if I offend you, good, fuck off. I don't want you listening. You're allowed to be offended. Yeah, you're allowed to be offended. I'm allowed to offend you. That's how the fuck this country works. And on that note, why don't we wrap up this episode? I feel like that's a strong note to end on before we go into our, our uh, Friday episode. Yeah, we can we can hit the Friday one. I'm I'm already planning for Texas to become its own country after these vaccine mandates. So uh, we're going to go steal some guns, and yeah. I'm going to set up a sniper's den. I'll be I'll be using all my nail files to file the, the, I already my said, collection of nail files I got off Amazon. I already said if we secede, I'm going to go. I'm taking everyone to, the, to Blaze TV, and we're setting it up like the Alamo. We're going to set that studio up. I'm going to have folks, I got we're sniper. broadcasting I got through snipers the, on the roof. Through the apocalypse. Yeah. So, yeah, we can, uh, we can move on to that. Uh, check out You Are Here. Yes, go. Yeah. Uh, if you search, I found out if you search uh, Blaze TV, you are here, Elijah Schaefer They're on YouTube. Yeah. You, the the channel will pop up, even yeah. though you have fucking 53,000 subscribers now. Yeah. Two episodes in. They're still making it difficult to find. Yeah. Uh, at, we're actually, they're actually finally trying to censor us, and it's not going to work. Social media, you are Brandon steel hidden on mm-hmm. instagram i am p campkey c-a-m-k-y uh, on instagram, instagram we are at the hidden pod on. and on instagram we are at hidden in plain sight radio yep 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 and i think i think that hits all the bases so yeah yeah if you want to check out that latest episode we had michael malice on that was fun he's it always, was a good episode he's Very always good episode. he's always entertaining so yeah monday through friday big things coming and then we're yeah we're monday I guess maybe we yeah, will wait, start the you, Patreon soonish. Hopefully, we'll see when the shit comes in. Depends on when we get our shit. But we'll definitely have Friday up. But uh, you are here is a seven Eastern, six seven, Central, seven Eastern, six Central. Yeah, every Monday through Friday. So Monday through Friday, five, five days a week, you can get your taste of branded. Yep, yep, yep. All right, who do? Mom out. <laughs>